I've been in a lot of discussions lately with friends and family, people looking for work, either getting out of college, looking for their first job, or people transitioning uh, mid-career looking for something new, and the challenges that are involved in finding something new or finding something to begin. Uh, And a lot of those problems, I think, can be enhanced uh, or solutions can be enhanced by having sales skills. And one of those sales skills that I think is helpful is communications. Now, the foundation of a a successful salesperson is the same foundation of someone who's successful at finding a job. And being able to communicate your ideas helps you persuade people to think or at least accept your idea or understand what you're thinking or what's in your head right now. The ability to communicate clearly without any gaps so that people understand what you're thinking is extremely important. When you can clearly describe your personal experiences and all your abilities in a way that they can understand it, whether it's through analogies or whatever, uh, those things help communicate what you do better. And someone who can communicate that uh, in a more precise manner is probably going to have more luck than someone who isn't quite as good at communicating ideas. Salespeople also are very good at relationship building. It is always about who you know. It is not about what you know. You can be very technical and very smart, but if that doesn't come across to me in your communications, I'm not going to know that. Also, it's about who you know, so building relationships with people is the first start, is the first thing you should do. It starts with hello. Uh, Nowadays, I know people send out these automatic electronic resumes, and there's no contact, there's human, no human contact, and it's a lot of algorithms making the decisions. But there is something you can do about building relationships. And the best way to do that is to go with referrals of people you know. Pick a company that you know someone works at, or if you like a company, try to find someone who's connected to someone who works there and get a name and make a phone call and get ahead of that resume because people will hire you if they know you. When I got my first job, in, in television, I didn't care what I did. I don't care if I was outside washing cars, but they would know who I was so that there, if there was an opening, who are they going to hire? But they're going to hire someone that they've met and they know. That's less risky. So building relationships increases your chances. Salespeople do that, and people who find jobs quickly are good at building relationships. Problem solving is something salespeople do. And, and that applies here because you're looking to see what their pain points are. For instance, if I'm sitting in an interview, I may ask them about the person who did this job before me. What did they like about them? What didn't they like about them? So you help, you're, actually, you're actually interviewing them also, learning about this job and finding out what parts of this job can you really help with and what problems are they having that you can say, that's a solution I can help you with exactly. So when you talk about problem solving and your ability to problem solve, I think that helps you. And salespeople do the same thing. When a client has a problem, their solution is supposed to fix it. When an employer has a problem, you being the person they're going to hire, they're expecting you to fix it and help them along. So problem solving is what uh, salespeople do. They try to understand the client's problem, just like you're trying to understand HR's problem. What are they trying to solve? What are their pain points with this position? And how can your abilities fit that solution or become a solution for that. Just like when I'm out selling or anyone's out selling, you're trying to figure out the pain points and how you are the solution to the problem. And once you can communicate that well and help them understand that you can help them solve their problems, I think you're better in a better position. Resilience is important also. There's a lot of rejection in uh, sales and you're going to get, to get a lot of rejection 
in in selling yourself too, trying to get out there in the marketplace. I, I, I had a video once where I talked about where I had a shoebox full of rejection letters and it was really just about collecting letterhead at that point. I had fun with it. I didn't mind it. It was part of the process. No and rejection. You're, if you're if you're 95% rejected, you're probably in the right area, 95 to more. You're only going to get accepted like 1% or 2% of the time. Uh, a batting average of 300 is excellent, and that means you strike out 70% of the time. So you're okay if you can handle rejection. It's not about you. It just means you weren't a good fit. Getting rejected for a job just opens up opportunities somewhere else that you would not have seen. You don't know where that rejection is going to go. You don't know if it leads to something better. Uh, there's no way to predict that that rejection was a bad thing or a good thing at that point. You just have to move on. It's almost like the waitress who goes around asking everyone at the restaurant if they want coffee, and people say no, no, no. Is she taking it personally? No. She just wants to know if you want coffee, and if you don't, she moves on. Think about the little kid who, who has this toy that they want. And if I were to tell that little kid, someone in this room, one of these hundred people in this room has the toy that you want and you have to find it. And if you find it, you're going to get that as a reward. So that little kid is going to go around and ask every person if they have it. If they say no, he's not going to care. He just knows that means go to the next person, the next person, the next person. He doesn't take it personally because he has a goal in mind. He's looking for the right opportunity. He doesn't care if you say no. He's looking for a yes. Persuasion skills are also good. What it does is it helps you, in, in sales, it helps people understand that your solution is probably one of the better solutions, and that comes through a discovery and of questions that you ask. But being able to say, here's your problem, and persuade someone that you have the abilities to solve those problems takes a little practice. Look at these interviews that you do, online or otherwise, as practice for persuasion. Because your product is your skill, and you're trying to persuade someone in a way, not in a manipulative way, but help them understand that your skill set is what they're looking for. But also at the same time, you may not be a right fit, and you need to find that out. You need to ask them about culture, because you're they're selling themselves to you also. So don't sell yourself short. You're looking to help them find the right person. If it's not you, move on. So that level of confidence, really, when you're asking questions about the culture, about the last person there, about how you think, uh, how about they think your skills would apply, it's a little bit of back and forth. And that kind of back and forth builds confidence and can help someone be persuaded uh, to give you the edge. Salespeople have to be adaptable. The market is changing. Uh, AI is coming in. Everybody's job is going to change. You have to show and that you're adaptable and that you can make a change and that you're not just sitting in one place and want to be comfortable because whatever job you're going for, there are going to be changes happening exponentially. And if you can communicate your ability to adapt, I think you'll have an edge over someone else also. That you're a curious person and that you like to try new things and that that will help them understand that you're probably a better choice than someone who likes to be comfortable sitting in one place doing the same thing every day because they're good at it when, when they get thrown a curve and they can't handle it. Uh, if you can demonstrate you can handle a curveball, I think people would appreciate that. Product knowledge uh, is something every salesperson has to know. And in this case, you are the product. So if you can sell your abilities, tell them how good you are at what you do, even admitting the limitations you have, but focusing more on the abilities uh, and know what you can do and know what you can't do, how much experience you can bring to the table and how you adapt and how you learn. You understand how you handle people. You understand how you handle culture. And if you can convey that, you know a lot about your skills and, and what they what needs improvement and what doesn't. I think in the end, that could give you an advantage as a candidate. 
So don't underestimate the ability of sales skills. The difference, the sales skills, how I look at it is, it's the difference between someone being an accountant and owning an accounting firm. If you want to move up in any business or get a job, you got to build relationships. You have to network. You have to talk to people. You can't be shy. Uh, you have to be able to communicate your skills and bond with people and get to know them and be out. Do not sit and wait for someone to to call you. Uh, be proactive. Uh, it's basically like waiting for a bus to come pick you up. It may never come, and that you can't blame it on the bus. Get to know people. Find people who work at places you want to work. Ask for an introduction. Find someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone that works where you want to work and make that connection. Network. It's a grind, but you will definitely have the advantage if you take your, your job search like a salesperson sells.